Life Audio. You've been on fire. You're going you're going pretty hard. Then you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. Yeah, come baby. on, come on. We are back. We're back. And as you see, just the one camera angle, it means that we have a guest on today, another guest. And today, Ryan, I'm fired up, man. Come on. This as, guy, as I, 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 the Lord led me to his content, his music, his podcast, just his truth talking. I don't know, earlier this year, probably January. Um, and man, it's just blessed me. And I'm so excited. We've actually talked about him on the show. Yes. I think it was a few, I don't know, 20, 30 episodes ago. Yep, but recited, y'all were like, recited some of his lyrics as yeah, well. Yeah, and so copyright infringement, now we've confessed, <laughs> and so he's going to sue us, so good job, Chitty. Um, but yeah, so I'm so excited. I think it's amazing. I've been following this guy, and he's just a tru- He's an agent of truth, man, no matter the cost. And so that fires me up mm. with a, a mighty man of valor um, today. We have Isaiah Robin on the show. Isaiah, welcome, man. Thank you so much for being here. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, guys. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate the invite. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. hey, I just I got to ask you this. This is the first Hello. thing. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. They say that you could get paid more if you mentioned Jesus left less. Uh, the question is, is will he do it? Right. Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to put Amen. that clip in, the real clip in for this episode. But uh, yeah, man. So it's gotten me fired up. And so, hey, obviously the question is, hey, you're coming on graciously sharing your time with us. And this, this show is called Life After Addiction. Amen. And um we really encourage people from a biblical worldview. Addiction's not a surprise to God. Uh, we got to stop acting like it is and go to his word for truth. And so, man, just seeing your content and the things that you're doing, there, it was clear that um, God redeemed you of some things. And so I kind of want to just start, man, will you just give a flyby of your your story, redemption story? Um, I could do it for you. I've, I've listened to it. I know from a young age you've been in the music industry, uh, on right. BET, like major music industry. Right. Um, and just the life that that led to, um, yeah. yeah talk about man, it. Man, <laughs> you guys did your homework, man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, this, hey, this is the real deal right here. No, uh, yeah, I was in the music industry since I was seven years old. Um, and, uh, I was on BET. I was on tour. I opened up for a lot of people. I've been in different top floors of different record labels. I performed in the same room as Jay-Z and L.A. Reid. We jumped on their desk. Um, mm-hmm. Capitol Records on top of there. Uh, all kind of different places, man. And, um, you know, uh, just in the space of just secular music and the demonic activity, not really understanding that it was demonic, though. Um, but it's crazy because the more you're in that that that, that place and the, the, the more successful you get, the more you come into a dark place, more and more in darkness. And you're not even really aware of it but you know that you know things aren't you're not whole you know that for sure this is why a whole lot of people that are in that industry continue looking for things that try to fulfill them you know and it never they never they never get fulfilled they're always trying to break the internet they're always trying to rise the dopamine levels because it, it's always it's always temporary you know and um what the lord did was you know bring me into a place where 
I understand. I understood well, uh, what wasn't just temporary, but what was eternal. And on a, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was deep. I was deep in the in that world. I was selling drugs. I was partying. Uh, always had women around me. Um, always had the homies around me. Um, I started using drugs. I started using cocaine at age 23. And it's interesting because it's interesting because I remember me and my cousin, we, we seen my, uh, some of my friends doing it before. And we used to talk about them like, what in the world? Why don't they put something up there? No, like, this is dumb. This is, this is ridiculous. But age 23, you know, uh, my friend had some, we went to the bathroom. I tried it. It was just a little bit. And then after that, you know, I, if it was there, I tried it. Then it got to the point where, you know, I was just trying it every time it was there. And I was saying, well, as long as I'm not buying it. And then it got to the point where I was buying like 20, 20 bags, you know, and then it was like, well, I'm not going to ever buy a gram. Then it got yeah. to the point where I was buying a gram. Then it got to the point where, then it got to a point where I was, where I was selling the cocaine. So I would never run out of it. And I was also not spending money on it, but I was making money off of it. A hustler's mentality. I was also a customer. Um, mm. But I got more and more into that place, man. And um, uh, I really, uh, September, September 19th was the, my hardest year of my entire life. Um, I was truly brokenhearted, um, and I dove deep into drugs. I dove deep into partying, yeah. and um, I hit rock bottom, man. And uh, on September on September sixteenth, twenty twenty, um, the spirit of the Lord came into my room and completely mm-hmm. changed my desires. You know, yeah. it was supernatural, and it was just a complete Ooh. shift of my desires. I was completely bawling. You know what I mean? I felt the Lord on one hand. I felt all my sins on the other hand, and I threw away all my drugs. I I deleted everything that was in every one of my phones. I completely just completely surrendered to Christ. Yes. You know? And um, the more I did, it seemed like the more I was doing, like the more I was sacrificing and throwing away and making sure my conscience was clean and nothing I could go to would get, bring me back into that space. It's like the, the more the Lord filled me up, you know, mm-hmm. with his spirit. And um, yeah, because you never want to be in a place where there's something in the back of your mind that you can go to. You know, I mean, because I had different videos on different phones that I know things would not the Lord would not approve of. So I broke different phones. You know what I mean? Was just completely just surrendered, though, you know, and completely came into submission. Yeah. And and you talked one of one of your one of my favorite songs that you have is he lied. I I like so many and you're just putting them out. So it's like, when do you rest? (laughs) Like the (laughs) hardest working dude there is. But he lied is one of my I like the new stuff, too. Uh, but he lied, uh, and and you talk about some of this. You talk about friends overdosing. You talk about right, right, um, man. At the very end of the song, man, you talk about true transformation is oh. a, tr- and that's what's truly miraculous. Mm-hmm. And like that transformation that you're talking about, where you hated sin, and I also heard right. you talk about before, and I've experienced this, and I talk about this when I'm preaching sometimes. But God crushed me, like He mm-hmm. broke me. To the point you talked about mm. the tears and the uh, after mm. the vacation and that time in your room there when listening to sermons or you were just crying and it wasn't about hating these things or just resisting these things it was like when you grieve the heart of God mm-hmm. when you're grieving the spirit of God you talked about how man that hurt me now I loved God mm-hmm. in this way and so talk about the transformation being a miracle because the people that listen. I think a lot of them, if they came through us too well or something like that, they hear us talking about it. They see our witness mm-hmm. um, that, hey, there is absolute freedom from these things. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. Amen. 
Yeah. And when you talk about that true transformation is the real miracle, talk about the miracle. Talk about what that means in your life. Because I know, I know what the last two yeah. years of your life, you've been on fire. You're going, you're going pretty hard uh, at a lot of different subjects that need to be discussed. But that, that yeah. transformation, talk about the miracle there. Yeah, well, I want to say this, you know, um, in September 19th, I said that it was the worst year of my life. Um, it was. I was brokenhearted. But not only that, my friend, when I first got brokenhearted in August, my friend overdosed on a Molly in September. Mm. So I didn't like I'm, I'm getting over a heartbreak, you know, crushed. I had food poison that same month. You know, I'm just I'm tore up. Um, I go out. I'm talking to my friends regular. I go back to my room. I'm crying. They didn't even know I was really dealing with this pain. Yeah. You know, and you see a lot of people out here commit suicide and people be like, well, how did that happen out of nowhere? They were being tormented, you know, um, and nobody knew it. Yeah. And that's what was going on with me. I was being, I was just going through so much pain. Then my friend died and it was just like, I was crying just so much, you know, um, just back to back to back. But, um, you know, uh, uh, fast forward to a year, you know, the Lord came to me and, um, yeah, the Lord began to do a work in me. And, um, when the Lord came to me and I felt the Lord's love, I was crying, also because I was, I felt like I was hurting the Lord, you know, he brought me into a place where I felt his love, man, I'm getting emotional right now. Yeah. He brought me into a place where I felt his love. And then I was just so sorry. I was just completely just sorry. And I was just telling the Lord, I'm sorry, you know, and it took, it took my cousin telling me like, there's no condemnation in Christ because I felt bad about my past for weeks after that. Yeah. And it was just messing with me. You know, and my, my cousin was telling me like, there's no condemnation in Christ, brother. You know, um, and then, you know, but the thing is, you know, um, after that, I, I began diving into the, the, the Lord's word. In Luke 8, 11, it says the seed is the word, you know, that word seed in the Greek is sporos or in uh, Hebrew is zerah. It also means sperma. It's talking about God's DNA. So the more the word is being impregnated into my womb, the more I'm getting seeds planted into my garden from the word, the more um, the word is engrafting in me. And if the word is engrafting in somebody, they're truly becoming a new creation. The word says from glory to glory. Yep. So people think that they could just, you know, uh, just go to church and not really um, dive into intimacy with God and just change. It doesn't work like that. You know, you have to let, you have to come into int- intimacy with the Lord and allow the Lord to engraft himself in you by coming into full submission of Christ. And this is why it says, whom the sun sets free shall be free, because it's true. Yep. It's not just poetry. Galatians 2.20 mm. says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives inside of me. That's not just poetry. If you truly mm. allow the Lord to engraft himself in you, you are becoming a new creation. You are going through metamorphosis like a caterpillar does to a butterfly. If you truly mm. allow the Lord to engraft himself in you. And this is why it's very important that we, we come into places where they are truly feeding you spiritual meat, because... A lot of times people will go on places and that doesn't happen. And then they'll end up dying spiritually because they're not getting fed properly. Yeah. So if we're in a true place where we're getting fed properly and we're truly um, going, getting true intimacy from God, it doesn't matter who you are, drug addict, uh, homosexual, uh, anybody. If you are getting Christ engrafted in you, you are becoming a new creation. And that's mm-hmm. what was going through me. You know, uh, it was a true transformation. Um truly just supernatural miraculous you know uh, a resounding amount of peace came upon me you know and i i ever since that day i, I feel the holy spirit day yeah. and night day and night i can feel the holy spirit day and night 
you know, and it's just it's beautiful, man. And coming into that place allowed me to see that what I was doing in the world was just imitation of what God really, really uh, can give you. You know, like I, I like the Lord, I'd be floating in the spirit a lot of times, you know. And then when I when I the first time I like really was like just floating in the Lord's presence, I realized that the devil was imitating that with with drugs. You know, the devil was imitating God with drugs. What the Lord can give you, the devil just imitates. You know what I mean? And being in the mm. Lord's presence like that is is completely. It's just it's beautiful. It's miraculous, yeah. man. It's, there's nothing like it. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. True we call it, we call it bootleg pleasures is what the devil tries to imitate. Right. right? It's bootleg. It's fake. Right. It's not real. It's cheap. It's, right. it's a substitute. Hey, let me add one thing. We're going to take a quick break, and then Ryan has a question for you. Um, the, what you described and here's what the way you go hard against all the things you go, we go pretty hard against like the 12 steps and things like that. Just especially the way that they are today Mm -hmm. and what they produce is basically what you're talking about. That produces behavior modification outside in, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to go to these meetings. I'm going to, if I just do this, then I get this kind of peace or freedom. Mm -hmm. And no, what God talks about is an inside out approach. Mm -hmm. It's a, it, like you said, it has to be, there's a new creation. There's a new, you're, you've been given a new name, right? And so that's what we stand on. I mean, if if you're in Christ, you are a new creation. The old has passed away and behold, the new has come. And so yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's yeah. it's clearly in line. But hey, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. All right, we're back. Thank you so much. So those that are just listening, um, you didn't see this, but if you're watching online, you saw me dominate yet again in the epic Paper, Rock, Scissors challenge. So, so yeah, we're back. Uh, we're back with Isaiah. And, Ryan, you wanted to um, – Hold on. Yeah, one, no. one, 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 one second, Adam. I want to go yeah. off of what you were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the behavior modification versus the inside out, yeah. not the outside in. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard that, you know, uh, different places are taking God out of AA too. Oh, yeah, man. It, um, it would disgust you. They say the doorknob could be yeah. your higher power. Your, your, anything yeah, yeah. is so all-inclusive, and there is no power there. That, that means yeah. there's no power. Right. Sorry, I'll go off. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, but yeah. No, no. No, I was just reading a book, um, this, this, this book by Howard Storm, called My Descent, Out of, uh, My Descent from Death. And uh, in there, he was talking about how um, one of the biggest lies that we step into is um, thinking that we can be independent without God. You know, mm. nobody can be independent without God. And we come into that place, then we're taking pride, too much pride into our, in ourselves. You know, we are not meant to be without a without our creator. And too many, 
like the world is putting us into a situation where we're being manipulated and being deceived, thinking that we are our, just our own person without the Lord, you know, and we come into this place where we want what we see, we want what we, we look at, which is all demonic, you know, and it's all just a wicked agenda to bring us into a place where we're chasing something until we die without mm-hmm. God, you know, and I believe that the Lord is raising a people right now, though, raising, raising a remnant right now to really bring, um, truth and really bring fire in different places that it possibly wasn't going before. You know what I mean? I know for myself, I, I reach a lot of people, you know, who who weren't even looking into uh, find out who God was, wasn't even looking into reading the word of God, you know, but they see my stuff and they, they, they begin to listen to it. And I put revelations in my, I put revelation in my music. I put the word of God in my music. So if we know that the seed is the word, we know that when we're talking to somebody, we're impregnating them with the word of God. Then if they're listening to my music, then whether or not they know it or not, they're coming into agreement with that seed. Now they're being engrafted the word of God and they're solely transforming just by reciting my lyrics and understanding it and then coming into agreement with it. You know, just like satanic music, people slowly come into agreement with that. And go further and further into depression. Go further and further into just de- de- just uh, allowing demonic spirits onto them. Yeah. You know, so the Lord is 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 bringing a shifting. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm just honored and really blessed to even be a part of you know, or even be able to step in. You know, what yeah, I mean? man, so, yeah. to play in this game that God's using us to. That's as, deep as, right as, there. I mean, so here's what it is. The wording, to be correct, now is in the in the meetings in the in the rooms. Uh, and we have a saying here from the rooms of recovery comes the revival of a nation, man. We think God's going to use us like men uh, yeah. that don't give a rip anymore. We've been in the dumps. We've been in the, the pit, right? I don't care what people think anymore. And yeah. we think God's going to use us like men and women to bring revival yeah. to the nation. But here's what it said. Surrender your life to a God of your own understanding. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. God's word says lean not on your own understanding. That's why I was in rehab the first place because my own understanding, it's almost like someone needs to write a song about Christ centered addiction recovery. (laughs) I don't know. Well, anyway, it could be a frog or anything. You Uh, you know, that could, that that, that could be a table. That could be a, your children, your deceased grandmother. I mean, these things are suggested the lights, the, the fan. I mean, it's crazy. Anyway, It, it, it comes, it comes from a higher, it comes from a higher, a higher place, man, which is demonic. They don't truly want you to come into, uh, true, true freedom. freedom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're exactly sad. right. It is sad, and it. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I mean, w- this would have to be a 17 hour podcast if you get on it. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I'd... No, I was it just going to touch on something you when you were describing salvation earlier, just because it always reminds me of that day for me, and I know a lot of uh, other people can relate to it. But you, the way you described it, is so beautiful because it's it's the most amazing place you could ever be is recognizing the weight of your sin and experiencing the love of God at the very same time. Like that is a perfect way to describe the moment yeah. of salvation. When you are, you're experiencing that weight of man, I have sinned against a holy God, but yet right. you feel this supernatural love like you've never felt. And in that moment, it just transcends everything. Mm-hmm. But I want to mm-hmm. talk about something. And you mentioned it earlier about a heartbreak you went through. I think it was 2019, 2020, when all those things were just continuing right. to happen. You said something in, um, 
your testimony and it really stuck out to me and I'm just paraphrasing, but in your testimony, you discussed the importance of not merely changing for a person, right? Not changing just to try and be good enough or worthy of another person's love. And that really stuck out to me because it's not just for another person's love. It could be, man, I'm coming to rehab for my mom. I'm going for my wife. I'm going to get this job back. I'm doing this for something. And what that does is it it, true change is not going to stem from what y'all were just talking about behavioral modification, right? In Jesus, it's about a heart transformation. It's taking that heart of stone and turning it to a heart of flesh. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're seeking, right, is transformation, not just mere change, but discuss that. Like why our identity in Christ is so important. Amen. No, man, this this is divine because I wanted to go over that earlier, but I forgot. forgot. Mm, You just brought it back up right now. Um, Yeah, man. Ah, man. The Lord really changed me in. It's beautiful because, you know, somebody that I I loved deeply, you know what I mean, um, was was just deeply, deeply in love with this person. And I truly tried to change for this person. (laughs) I truly, truly tried to change for this person, you know, and drugs called me back. You know what I mean? At one point, I just started tiptoeing, you know, just. And then it's just like a scary feeling inside, you you know, and you just get traumatized from it, trying to hide from this person the things that you're doing, hmm. you know, just heavily influenced with different things. Um, but you can't change for a person, you know, you can you, you, you can try to change different things, you know what I mean? But overall, from the inside comes through the comes through the washing of the word, comes through the baptize, the, baptize, the um, baptism of the washing of the word. It comes through, you know, uh, coming into submission of the Lord who can truly change you from the inside out. Otherwise, you're just putting on a costume. Yeah, a mask. You're not yeah. truly, you're not truly changing from inside. Mm. You know, um, this is, this is why we need the Lord. But this is also why they try to take away God out of schools. This is also why they try to take away God out of AA places. They don't truly want you to change. Mm. They don't truly want you to come into a place where you are a new creation. They want you to continue to have to go to them. They want you to continue to be in need of things that they have, you know, and continue a cycle and a cycle and a cycle and a repetitive cycle until you just go crazy or kill yourself or until you die. They don't truly want the Lord in your life because the more and more we come into a place where we understand God, the more and more we come into oneness and and unity. The further we go away from God, the more we come into separation. This is why the world is like it is right now, because you have so many laws trying to be passed that are not of God. That's why so much separation and wickedness coming upon the earth, because the people in charge are passing down satanic agendas. And the further we get into a place where more people want to go away from God or more people don't care about learning about God or which, you know, we have the news, we have the social media, we have all kinds of different things, just twisting people's heads around and tossing all kinds of lies out. And if that's the case, then they're not coming to a place where they understand the Lord. Um, so, you know, uh, I forgot what the question was, brother. I'm well, going off on a rant. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm going off on a rant. Why identity in Christ is so important. No, you're good. You're explaining everything. Oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, our identity in Christ is important because that's who we truly are. We, we don't mm. truly step into our true purpose until we come into our identity with Christ. We don't truly step into who we are really meant to be until we actually come into 
the will of the Father, until we actually come into who we are actually meant to be. You know what I mean? The word of God says, all the creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. It's talking about us coming into perfection. You know what I mean? It's coming. It's talking about us coming into where the Lord truly wants us, which is with him. You know what I mean? And when that day comes, where says all of creation waits? Okay, the word says all of creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. It's not just talking about men, by the way. It's, if you have the spirit of Christ inside of you, then you have the spiritual son inside of you. But it's talking about all of creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. It's talking about the remnant. It's talking about, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, those coming into perfection with those coming into perfection from glory to glory, coming into the same image as God. It's talking about us coming back up from where Adam fell from, you know, and um, when that, you know, and this is this is where we're this is where we're actually heading right now, brothers. This is where we're heading right now. We're not just learning about the Lord back and forth from church, not not going nowhere. No, the more and more we come into the scriptures, the more and more we dive into God's secrets and mysteries and understand them, get revelation. Ephesians 3, 5, get, get the secrets and the mysteries. The more and more we get revelation with every with every revelation is a manifestation of Christ inside of us. So we are not just staying still as mere human beings. We're ascending spiritually. The Lord is ascending in us. And we've come so far away from true teachings the way they used to teach within uh, the first couple hundred years after Christ was crucified. We fell so far away from those teachings. And even the Lord said there will be a great falling away. The Lord was talking about from truth. We fell so far away from those teachings. But then again, in John, I believe, 424, it says that in the last days, uh, the worshipers of the Father will, will, will worship him in spirit and truth because he seeks such. And that's what we're coming back into. We're coming back into a place where we're coming back into a place where we're learning what um, uh, truth. We're coming back into true interpretation. And to do that, we have to go back to the origin of how they taught. But um but just to get to the just just to get to the you know the main factor about our identity in Christ, that's exactly who we are. Yeah. We're, we're not who we are until we until we find our identity in Christ, until we until we come into a place where we're walking with the Lord. We're not truly who we are. I was just talking to my friend the other day, you know, and she's been trying to do things her way over and over and over and over again. And it just it's it's never what she it's never what she wanted. It's never what she wants. It's, she always falls, falls down, you know, gets back up, falls down. And I was like, you're never gonna bleed, you're never gonna be at a place where you're supposed to be until you come into your purpose with God. And to do that, you need to come into submission of Christ. And that's not just saying come to God because you want something. You go to God because you want God. The Holy Scripture says, Seek ye the kingdom first, and all that shall follow. It doesn't say seek ye the kingdom first, for you can get all the gifts you want. You know <laughs> what I mean? So we need to come to the Lord because we want the Lord. When I came to the Lord, I truly wanted God. I I, I gave away everything. I quit rapping, I quit everything. Yeah. You know, the Lord brought all that back to glorify his name. And there is nothing better. There's no greater feeling than glorifying God. Come on. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no greater feeling than doing that. So, you know, no matter what you try to do, it doesn't matter if you're a doctor, lawyer, rapper, singer, actress, no matter. The pinnacle is always going to seem like it's pointless and, unless you have the Lord, unless you have the Lord inside of you. You know, you, you it's just it's, you're never going to get anywhere. You know, I was just talking to a brother. Um. I was just on a podcast uh, yesterday, uh, no, two days ago, Labor Day, before I went to this barbecue. I was on a podcast with this with this young man, and he was talking about how he he uh, he was talking to somebody um, who said they went to the moon. One of the men who went to the moon, uh, he was on his podcast, and then he was just like, "Yeah, man, uh, there, there's certain levels uh, in like you know flying, being a pilot, and stuff like that." He's like, "This there's this level, that level, this level, and then the last level was going to the moon." 
And then the guy was on his podcast and uh, he was just like, yeah, I, I, I did the last level. And then after that, I was just like, what is, what is there left? Hmm. And that's how he found God because he realized there's nothing left after the top. Yeah. After the top without God, there's nothing left. You know what I mean? And I feel like so many in the world are deceived to continue to try to find the top. And then they end up dying in that process without God, which is horrible, Yeah, which is horrible. You know, but yeah, definitely our, definitely our identity in Christ. Yeah, and identity sure. in Christ is something that, I mean, bringing it kind of back to this space, and again, I'm not, I don't want to keep, I mean, we'll take a break after this for just a quick second, and then no more breaks, but before I'm allowed to speak at these meetings, these these the secular norm, the way that they're dealing with addictions, you go to these meetings and some of them, some of the sayings are you go to 90 meetings in 90 days, a meeting every day and then meetings the rest of your life. And before you're allowed to speak, you got to say, Hey, my name's Adam and I'm an addict. The word of God says that you come into agreement with that. Yeah. That's basic psychology. Even like you call yourself something, but the word of God says that I'm a bloodstained child of the kingdom. It says that I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. Can you imagine? And this was like a revelation we had on this podcast at one point. Can you imagine what Christ is thinking in these meetings? I died for that. Like, I died for that. Mm. And you're identifying with it? Mm. It's Mm. crazy, man. Identity Mm. is so important. That's one of the main things that differentiates us and our message of addiction not being a surprise to God is mm. identity and in Christ you're new. And like you said before, mm. I don't know if you said it on this podcast or I heard, but a Christian life is a life of repentance. Hallelujah. It's like if you if if you've grieved the spirit, if you've sinned against God, repent. Amen. Turn from that and press on as Paul says. Press on mm. towards the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. So let me take a quick break. We can come back. Carl, might, I think, might have something, or if you want to touch on something else. And then I want to talk about some of the things you got going. I don't know if you can talk about some of the newer things, projects you have, yeah. but definitely Godly Vibes and you know some of the EPs that you put out. But mm-hmm. quick break, and, um, and we'll be back after this. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. And we're back, and we're back, and we're back. So, yeah, and so we're at the, about the 30-minute mark, 29-minute um, mark, and so I want to respect your time, Isaiah. Man, it's been an honor of you being here. But if there's anything, and Carl, did you have something that you wanted to ask? I'll throw something in just real quick. Um, I don't know if he can hear you. Can you hear him? Oh, you can't hear this? 
Uh, I did not. Don't worry about it. Uh, oh, yeah. A little okay. closer, Carl. Um, just hearing your testimony, man. I can hear you, yeah. How you laid that all down, man. You laid the wrapping down. You laid everything down before the Lord. And you said that he himself was the one that brought all that back for his glory. And, and, and just in Psalms 23, man, it says that he leads us in righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah. It says that he is the author and he is the perfecter. And it's just so powerful, man, when you when you realize that when we lay down the pen and when we let him write the story, man, he gets the most glory. And I just I just honor you and respect you for, for allowing him to do that in your life, bro. Um, I thank you, man, for the truth that you spit, and I thank you for, for, for listening to his yeah. voice, man, because it's like you said, you're you're dropping seeds, man, right? You sow, um, one plants, another sows, but God causes the growth, and uh, uh, I just thank you, bro, and I honor you for, for fighting the good fight mm-hmm. of faith in that area, bro. Um, really appreciate that. That's a good word. Amen, brother. Yeah, man, and... Um... You know, man, this this whole uh, this whole gathering is, is is divine, brothers. You know, I can feel the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we're fired up, man. Don't get us going, man. I'm telling <laughs> you, and, I'm uh, telling you, we'll go, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like, um, you know, it's different things that I do, and I don't even realize I'm doing it until it happens. You know, and this being one of them, um, you know, it happened a couple different times with uh, you know, different different brothers. That uh, I, I responded to them, and you know now they come to my church, you know. And this is one of those things, you know. I get I get asked to go on many podcasts, but I never really respond. You know what I mean? And I, I was with this one. I can't even tell you why, you know. But now I'm here, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. I feel come the Lord, on. you know. And it's just it's just God, you know. Like I don't even I can't even you know what I mean. So yeah, brother, Amen, brother. You know, it, at, at the end of the day, man, I just want to do the Lord's work, you know. Um, I'm truly just in love with the Lord. There's days where I, I ask, ask God why I'm even here because I'd rather be with the Lord. Um, but I, I realize, you know, God has a purpose for me. Um, you know, and I just want to bring a lot of souls to the kingdom. You know, I want to bring a lot of souls to the kingdom and introduce a lot of people to eternal life through Jesus Christ. You know, there's nothing else. There's literally nothing else that's more important than that. Everything else is vanity. You know what I mean? Like the Lord can give us different things. Amen. But at the end of the day, it's still vanity. None of this stuff is going with us. You know, um, the true riches is the wisdom of God. You know what I mean? The, the, the true gifts, the true blessings is wisdom, is joy, is peace, is love. And so many people, I mean, the, the devil has, um, the enemy has perverted that for people to think, you know, true riches is money. For people to think that true happiness is, you know, money or you know, different things like this. When it's not, it's, it's truly the Lord. You know what I mean? Even our soulmate is not a person. Our soulmate is God. You know, we have a falling soul, but, you know, the only compatible match for our soul that's falling is the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes to our soul and marries our soul, begins our process coming back to God. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's all about the Lord. You know, it's all about the Lord. And when you really tap into that, you come into a different place where the Lord allows you to see the world from an outside perspective and you see exactly how it's just the matrix where spiritual beings going through a, a mm. fleshy body experience. This is just a container. You get what I mean? And we're just here to, um, we're here to, we're here to learn. You know what I mean? We're here to learn and grow spiritually. You know what I mean? Even when we, even when we pass from here, we're, even when we pass from here, we're still learning. 
Jesus told the man on the cross, today will be with me in paradise. He, mm. You know, paradise is a learning place. We're still learning to be perfected. You know what I mean? We don't just we don't just we don't just uh, uh, leave here and just automatically end up just perfected and be with the father. You know, we're still coming into perfection, even though we even though we won't be like in a mm. sinful state no more. We're still learning and worship. You know what I mean? So, it, you know, um, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll be worshiping yeah, in heaven. Amen. Isn't that why? Amen. Like we won't like, need the word <laughs> of God will no longer be a need in heaven. We won't do yeah, Bible studies man. with, you know, Paul and Peter will be sitting next to us, but we'll always worship for an eternity. So that's cool, man. That's cool for you to be kind of a lead worshiper with your thing. You have anything else? Yeah. yeah. Do you do you want to plug anything? Podcast, music, anything like that? Feel free to plug whatever you got. Um, Instagram Isaiah Robin official. Um, all my musical platforms you could just search Isaiah Robin. Uh, My Facebook is Isaiah Robin. Um. And my Twitter. Yeah, blow, hey, guy, go Twitter. blow that thing yeah, up. Yeah, my subscribe YouTube, to YouTube. Search channel. Isaiah Robin. I mean, he's and putting out Twitter. content. I mean, whether it be yeah. podcast, yeah. Uh, just my, straight up a few minutes of calling things out that need to be called yeah. out, or his music videos that are un, that are really well done. So, yeah, go, go right. blow that up. Okay. I, okay. Actually, I have, a, I, have, I have a music video dropping okay. in two hours, you okay. guys. So, make sure you tune into well, that premiere if you guys are free. From. Yeah. An early age, using his gifts and talents to bring himself glory and lover of the world to God crushing him, <laughs> radically redeeming him, right. majestically saving him to right. now and him giving up those talents. Now God giving them back to bring God glory mm. and the platform that he's giving him is growing and growing and growing. That's life after addiction. Amen. And you better believe it. Come on. for listening to this episode of Life After Addiction. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Studio. For more Christ-centered addiction recovery resources, please visit s2l.net. That's S, the number two, L.net. For more information about S2L's licensed and accredited residential program, please visit s2lrecovery.org. That's S, the number two, lrecovery.org. We want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the Life After Addiction podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of their faith-centered podcasts and their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much more. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless. Have you ever felt conflict between your faith and feelings? If so, you're not alone. My name is Carly Mercouillier. I'm a licensed therapist and the host of the Therapy and Theology podcast, where we explore popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. I want to invite you to join me every Thursday as we fearlessly name the complexities of our reality, grow in the awareness of who we are, and rediscover the power and purpose of our unique stories through the lens of the gospel. Subscribe today at lifeaudio.com.